Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, September 5th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Supporters of abortion rights in Missouri are weighing whether a potential 2024 ballot initiative should be expansive or take a more incremental approach. We must have a different assessment of what Missouri voters want to see and what they're willing to vote on. Coming up, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores why abortion rights supporters disagree over what a ballot item should actually do. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones is defending her decision to disperse an encampment outside City Hall. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on the latest friction between the city and people who are homeless. Jones says people residing at the encampment were informed days in advance that they would have to leave. She says the tensions that flared up Monday night were a result of activists getting in the way of the city trying to provide services. And also taunt and say bad things to the outreach workers um, who were doing a yeoman's job of trying to connect people to services. But where were they over the last two months while these people were sitting on City Hall's front lawn? Where were they? Some activists for people who are homeless and service agencies say they are the ones committed to addressing housing issues and the city is failing its residents most in need. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Seniors in St. Louis may get a break on their property taxes. The Board of Aldermen is considering a proposal to freeze the city portion of property tax bills at current levels. Caroline Moore has lived in her home in the Ville neighborhood since 1957. She is committed to pressuring aldermen to adopt the proposal. I'm going to share this probably with 10 people. Those 10 are probably going to share it with 10. So if we have to do whatever we need to do, to make this happen, we're going to do it. The measure would only apply to the city's portion, which is about 20 percent of a property tax bill. The proposal's sponsor says there would be eligibility limits on income or property value. The Republican-led Missouri legislature has not passed any gun control bills in the nearly one year since the deadly shooting at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the state representative, whose district includes CVPA, calls the lack of action shameful. The first set of bills Democratic Representative Peter Meredith filed for the 2023 legislative session all focused on gun control. That package included bills that created a red flag law, raised the age to purchase a gun to 21, and created universal background checks. None of those bills got a hearing. Meredith said he's not sure if his bills would pass the current Missouri legislature, but they could pass through a ballot initiative. I think that they're popular in our state, and I think if we could gather the signatures, they all have a path to pass. On a political level right now, I don't see a realistic way for any of these to pass. With gun control bills facing an uphill climb, Meredith said the legislature must talk about funding initiatives that mitigate gun violence, such as youth job and training programs. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Meredith made the comments on Politically Speaking. That episode is at stlpr.org. The director of Illinois' Department of Children and Family Services is resigning. An advocate for foster children says the next head of that child welfare agency must put its $2 billion budget to better use. Alex Degman reports. 
Outgoing director Mark Smith says he's incredibly proud of the progress that's been made in the four-plus years he's been in charge. But a recent audit finds continuing and widespread problems at DCFS despite a budget that's nearly doubled since Smith was appointed. Cook County Public Guardian Charles Golbert says money is no longer a problem. But kids sleeping on concrete floors because there aren't enough beds for them is a problem. I'll predict for you that whoever is named as Mr. Smith's successor, their legacy will be judged on their success or lack thereof in expanding placement capacity and in getting the agency fully staffed. Smith's last day is December 31st. I'm Alex Stegman. Also, Illinois' Department of Healthcare and Family Services Director is leaving after five years. Teresa Agelson will move on at the end of the year. Assistant Deputy Governor for Health and Human Services Lizzie Whitehorn will be the department's new leader. St. Charles wants to restart three water wells shut down because of contamination. The city is asking for permission from the Environmental Protection Agency. If approved, officials will then shut down the only current operating well for maintenance. The city also plans to start a new water cleaning system at its treatment plant. St. Charles and Ameren have been in a dispute over wells contaminated by a nearby utility substation. Missouri abortion rights supporters want to repeal one of the strictest bans in the nation. But they've run into two obstacles, disagreement over what the proposal should actually do and legal efforts that could run out the clock. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports. There will be decorum in here, members and guests. It's May 2019 in Jefferson City and Republicans are trying to restore order after demonstrators interrupted debate. Soon, legislators will pass a bill that will ultimately ban most abortions in the state. No exceptions for rape or incest, just medical emergencies. And in the middle of the particularly intense and emotional proceedings, Democratic Minority Leader Crystal Quaid uttered this statement that would prove to be prophetic. I'm sorry there aren't enough of us in this chamber to stop this. I'm sorry you're viewed as second-class citizens. Now it's up to you to change this. Flash forward to 2023, and Missourians could very well get a chance to legalize abortion next year. There have been 17 abortion-related ballot items submitted in Missouri this year, and a couple of them may be put before the state's voters. The proposals have huge differences. A group called Missouri Healthcare Professionals for Reproductive Rights submitted 11 initiative petitions that vary in different ways. But Mallory Schwarz of Abortion Action Missouri says all would expand access to abortion far beyond what was available in Missouri before the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. We know that there are folks who believe that banned states are already too far gone that they should focus on building up so-called safe haven states like our neighbors in Illinois. And what we want people to know is you have to do both. Other ideas are more modest. The Missouri Women and Family Research Fund submitted six initiatives allowing abortion in the cases of fatal fetal abnormalities, incest, or rape when someone calls in to a crisis hotline. It is dangerous to be pregnant in Missouri. That's Jamie Corley of the Missouri Women and Family Research Fund. While most of the opponents of the state's abortion ban are Democrats, Corley is a Republican, 
And she says that her proposals could have a decent shot at replacing an abortion ban that she deems to be extreme. We must have a different assessment of what Missouri voters want to see and what they're willing to vote on. State lawmakers who supported the ban, like State Senator Bill Eigel, have shown no interest in implementing exceptions for rape or incest. It's possible that in spite of two decades of electoral experience of sending all these pro-life Republicans like myself to Jefferson City, that the people of this state may have a change of heart. I would find that to be very unlikely, uh, even in 2024 and beyond. Colleen McNicholas of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region in southwest Missouri says that sort of reaction showcases the pitfalls of an incremental approach. She also says it misinterprets what voters actually want. And they really are ready to sort of put their vote to the ballot box and say, you know, no, that's enough. We really are here to support people's access to abortion and and individuals should be the ones making that decision. It's not a sure thing that Missourians will actually vote on an abortion-related initiative next year. Some abortion rights proponents have raised alarm that litigation over the estimated cost of the initiatives and ballot summaries could run out the clock to collect signatures before next May. GOP political consultant Greg Keller says the time-consuming legal action poses a real threat. So I'm a little bit dubious about these making on the ballot in the first place. But Don Logue of Baldwin says he expects voters like him will be energized by the possibility of repealing the state's abortion ban. Those are personal issues, and they should not be making decisions for women as to what their values are. Any abortion initiative will need more than 171,000 signatures by May to go before Missouri voters next year. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.